Welcome, ladies and germs, to the second official The Filthy Few podcast, starring the legendary Tourette's One Cup, and yours truly, the filthy jankster, the filthy jester, www.twitch.tv slash the filthy jester. God, that was just so cheesy. Um, So, Mr. Tourette's, thank you for uh, coming tonight, and I appreciate you greatly. Uh, we know each other Jankster. in real life, and we are friends. Janky Jankster. The Filthy Jankster. How are you doing today, sir? Jankster. I am doing great, and I'm so happy to be here talking with you. Me as well. I'm, it's, uh, I've been wanting to do this with you for a while. So um, let's just, I'd say let's just start kicking it off, and, and why don't you tell me a little bit about some of the afflictions that you deal with, namely the Tourette's. And sure. Uh, I mean, yeah, let, let's start there, man. What's what's that like? Well, I think mine is a little bit, well, probably a vastly different story than uh, most people getting diagnosed these days or even people who, you know, probably are millennial age or even a little older at this point. And there's a lot of irony to it because I grew up in a medical family. My father was an amazing physician who just amazing human being. Um but I also had ADD. Nothing to raise you, darling. Well, we both have ADD. So I had, what? you know, back when I was diagnosed with ADD, what? it wasn't even, that wasn't even a name yet. It was called, it was much more attractive. It was called minimal brain dysfunction. Oh, that's really fucking attractive. And I went to, I got taken that to a guy. Crushed, in, that would have crushed me. What was yeah, the diagnosis? Like, like, I have like, what? Like, like the situation. Will it grow back? Like the situation needed any help at all. So uh, I went to this guy named Leon Ettinger who talked real gruffy and wore suspenders. And he didn't have a chest and belly. He had one curve that went from, you know, below the neck out and then down like a perfect curve. He was like a little barrel with suspenders. But he was the foremost, one of the foremost researchers in the world on it. And there weren't many. So And he pulled you aside that, in, the, in the hallway and said, take a bite out of crime. And you're like, you're McGruff. And now you're about to see why the backstory, a brief backstory is important because I started, you know, my father wanted to solve this. You know, my father was an internal medicine specialist, a cardiologist. He was not a behavioral medicine guy. So it's vastly different. He could diagnose all different body systems, but the brain is its own thing. And I mean, so much its own thing that there are non-MD people who work with people's brains and there are MDs who work with people's brains in all different aspects. So he started yeah. you know, taking me to Good experts. Point. He did the best he could to take me to all the experts he could find. I, I was trying on a litany of drugs. If there is a drug that like people use to, to stay up and do homework or or have fun in college, I probably took it therapeutically at some point. I was probably on a, I was a, I was a really 20, kid. 20 and 30 different medications and Ritalin pretty much was the, the stalwart one in that. But within that, you know, time period of putting me on all these different things, I started developing di different tics, uh, shaking of the head, like violently uh, nodding, uh, raspberries, like or, hmm, chirps and hoots. And, and, you know, Tourette's wasn't in the conversation in the seventies. It just wasn't. Uh, it's still extremely rare. I think I have like less than uh, much less than half a percent of the population has it. It's mostly men or mostly boys. And uh, although I, I did meet one girl with Tourette's before and then now that, you know, the sweet Anita streamer and she's amazing. But yeah, um, so cool. I was on all these drugs. I was having all these tics and it just kind of got hidden. 
we thought, you know, the, the prevailing thought became these are side effects of medication and, you know, on and on time went. And, and you know, this I, uh, fast forward to 26 years old. So if you can imagine the years of age from adolescence to mid 20s is fairly formative. Is that fair? Yeah. So I didn't, you know, I was born into this world where systems are set up, educational protocols are set up, societal and social protocols are set up, not for people with Tourette's syndrome, not for people with certain conditions that just define their, them as being neuroatypicals. And it showed. And, you know, from the time I was, you know, I've mentioned it a little bit in chat, but this is different. So on the podcast, you know, I was bullied from the time I was three years old to through college. And all the way through high school, it was the same kids. It was all the good kids from the good families who got the good grades, played sports, and were popular. Mm -hmm. So these are good kids, right? That's what, you know, it's like, how do you define it? So I went through it. And by the time I got a diagnosis at 26, a lot of damage had been done. Sure. Uh, and from, but from that moment on, this deep, grinding, soul-searching, uh, effort on my own behalf to to identify myself because there's still not there's a, there's a lot of stuff out there on Tourette syndrome. What there really isn't is a lot of conclusivity. It's kind of like, well, here's what it is, and here's how it manifests, and here's how fifty people with Tourette's will have fifty different sets of problems. So, I mean, like, 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 what, what, what interests you? Or what do you think would interest neurotypical people about Tourette's syndrome with me, with regard well, to me? I have I have my own theory about about Tourette's, whether it be correct or incorrect. I have my own theory because I deal with my own afflictions, one of which happens to be egotistonic, which is um, <clears throat> it's a facet of OCD where it, it's an immense like instead of it's your thoughts that like obsessively like will think of taboo shit or like thinking that that people can think your thoughts stuff like that but it's not paranoia it's like a facet of ocd and i've had to combat that myself uh through my own cognitive behavioral therapy you know a lot of contrary action it was very important with that but it always struck me and again i haven't really researched this stuff so it's just a wild guess but it always struck me that Tourette's was a compulsion to do something, an overwhelmed compulsion to do something. And I empathize with that immensely. And so it led me to believe, much personally, that Tourette's might be a facet of OCD, just like in left field somewhere. Because I mean, maybe it's maybe it's not an a, maybe it's not an extreme compulsion to do it. But if it is, that's something that I think should be looked at. Um, yeah, I have often wondered the same thing myself because there is some, there's similarities between Tourette's to Asperger's syndrome. There's similarities to obsessive compulsive uh, syndrome to autism spectrum disorder and the whole, the, the spectrum is actually very interesting reading and then the subspectrum of comorbidities, uh, conditions that, and that are unrelated, but tend to, to happen in concurrence sure. with another condition. Sure. Um, I shouldn't say unrelated, but are not the same condition. Uh, so I like, here's, here's a glimpse into the, uh, 
If you think trivia murder parties scary, you should see inside my brain. <laughs> oh my God, that laugh. Jesus, Christmas Ooh. Day. So here's an example. While you speak, <laughs> I think we just me, had one. <laughs> while you, well, here's another example. While you, while you speak to me in that was, this, that was in, fucking this, maniacal. Thank you. While you speak to me in this podcast, I can promise you that probably a hundred times or more, I will be having a very overwhelming impulse and you'll hear it, me break and, and feed into them, give into that impulse to speak up, not to interrupt you, but because I have already done an incredible amount of processing on what you're telling me. Uh, sometimes when people talk to me, I'll, I want to speak and it's not being rude. It comes off as rude. And here again, you know, the square peg in the round hole, the system not made for somebody else that has to, I have to make my own systems and they don't sometimes make sense to other people. But so sometimes, I, sometimes I'll, sometimes I will hear sentences that haven't even come out of people's mouths yet and be right a lot of time word for word. And that sure, plays into theatrical and, and talent like that. But um, it's hard for me because uh, things happen really fast in here. I've, I've been told I'm a really, 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 really fast thinker. And it's hard to you harness. You can usually tell by someone's articulation, but I know you personally, and I know you are. It's hard to harness it. And yes, it's dude, hard. It. It's also, it's hard enough to talk in a more or less neurotypical world about something atypical, but it's even harder when it's so hard nowadays to speak well of yourself in certain ways that make a person come off as conceited, whether it's about brains or looks or talents. And I think that's, that's always, devastating I, to a lot of people. Well, I think that's always been, always been a factor. It's just, you know, in this day and age, there's just more exposure to everything. It's well, just, and everything there has to just be. out there, but hold on. You, you said something very interesting, which was, are you able to counter these Tourette's attacks sometimes? Yes, right. to a point. Right. To okay. A point. So, so, so this, that right there, that right there is like what got me thinking about that. Like, if and now I finally get to address it with someone who has Tourette's. That right there, like I understand, like it, it, it's, it's immensely, immensely hard to control, but that's it's controllable, and that's to what makes me to a point. Okay, it, that's what makes me think that it's. It might be of heavy relation to OCD because my ego dystonic I, I think, dude has me, has me going off, you know, uh, I'll try and picture something and like the, the, I'll try and picture like a basketball going through a hoop and like the rim will it, break or it'll bounce it, it, off the rim, stuff like that. And those are all facets of my OCD and my brain, like fucking with me. It, right. In but nature, I, I can yeah. control it sometimes too. In nature, sometimes apparent similarities are definite yes, they're definite no. I mean, like okay. the Japanese maple, the leaf of a Japanese maple tree looks a lot like a cannabis leaf, but they're nothing like each other. Can you so fuck them? It, uh, I haven't tried. I haven't tried. But um, so if, if, if uh, it, it's an ever-moving target, to get on top of and control a tick is not always possible. Sometimes it's absolutely impossible. Uh, sometimes you, I see a window of opportunity and sometimes I can shift it a little bit 
or, 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 or move it a little bit to the side, but it's an ever moving target. It's completely context and situationally dependent. It's dependent current. on my, my current condition. Absolutely. Uh, the four factors that, that, that fuck with me the most are, and I'll try to rank them in order from most acute to least of having effect on it. Uh, stress, fatigue, caffeine, and sugar. Maybe caffeine might be a little higher. Um, nicotine too, actually. But um, those are the big four. Uh, and and, and that, those things, so imagine trying to like use a rifle to hone in on a target that's moving around all the time in ways that you're not expecting. It's not just back and forth. It's not like, you know, shooting down the ducks at the shooting gallery at the fair. And then in front of that target, there are all these walls popping up and down. <laughs> so yeah, it, that's it kind of about as difficult. Right. And that makes perfect sense to me. Let me ask you another question for me with my OCD. uh, You know, it it was, it was considerably tougher when I was younger. Um, And, you know, I think through a lot of stuff that I did on my own, I was able to change some stuff, like I said, through contrary action, but here's, here's the crux to that. What I discovered with my OCD is there's a sense of impending doom. If you do not, (laughs) if you do not do uh, you know, the thing your your brain is like compelling you to do, right? So for me, <laughs> so for me, you know, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to intellectualize my way out of this. I'm going to say, okay, nothing bad is going to happen. So I'm just not going to listen to that voice until I stop thinking about it. And sometimes it's really hard. But can, you, you can't, to, can you do on. it absolute sometimes? Oh, a, a, a thousand percent. Most of the time, I can. Time. If I'm really thinking about it, because it's because it's 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 willpower, right? But it came with it's, time it's, and grind it's, and it's, it's my will against the irrational. But it took forever to build that skill set. Um, I think when I realized that it was an irrational thought that was compelling me to do these things, that I did not want that, and I would counter it. Um, yeah, I mean. I, I don't know. I hardly remember. See, I, don't, I can't even. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is what I was going go to. I want, I want to ask you. I want to ask you. Yeah. Is there a sense of impending doom with threats? <laughs> That's why I was laughing when you were saying it. It's often been. Uh, I've been able to, I think, largely grow out of impending doom thoughts to more chronic worry about things that are fucked up now. <laughs> right but that's what that's but that's what but that's trigger growth. that's what triggers it right is is this but see for me that's growth uh-huh yeah oh no i could see that yeah and i i, was I can see say, that but but you know I, ultimately like I don't I'm, know. what i'm saying is like like if you intellectual and i i understand they're probably different afflictions and so on and so forth but if you were to intellectualize it like that and being like oh my Tourette's is trying to make me do this i'm not going to do that would you what you're saying is that's not possible a lot of the time. A lot of the time. Yeah. And if things are heaped up on my shoulders, it gets hard. And, and it's true for OCD of individuals too. Yeah. I, I, I just, it, does, it, it doesn't, I, it doesn't always work for me. It's <laughs> always, well. it's always felt very isolative to have lost that, you know, next 21 years after I got diagnosed with five, my family was on vacation. We were in Hawaii and we were walking down the, the halls of, uh, hotel and my dad sorry we're gonna work on that one uh (laughs) is that not for you that's my dad it wasn't elvis enough for me 
Oh no! Try that, okay, so try I was. Try Don Ho. Oh, hey, no. oh, hey, no. oh, hey, okay, your Don Ho is much better. Oh, hey, no. <laughs> so my dad said he couldn't peel me off the walls. Is how he would describe it to people, and he knew as a clinician that something didn't seem right. Not just that this is a super hyper kid or a bad or misbehaved kid. That there was some something going on, maybe a compulsion to be doing what I was doing. And that's when I got diagnosed shortly after at five. But that next 21 years makes it very hard for me to even relate to a lot of people my age. Well, because everybody's in pain and everybody attacks each other. No, <laughs> it's even but, worse these but days. Yes, but, but what I was thinking in, in that point is more because most people I've talked to with one or even a comorbid condition, uh, they got. Can you explain what that means, please? They, they, I will, but they were aware of it in childhood. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't right. aware of this driving force until much later. Right. Uh, so when I, I say you. comorbidity, like if you have autism, you might also have ADD or you might okay, also have. So it's a condition that tends to like. I have like, like 13 things. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> well, you have like you're, you have like you have like 37 personalities I've counted, so that kind of makes sense. So, so you can heap just a few on each one. Yeah. Okay, so so what else, Thibble? So, uh, <laughs> so another Do thing that uh, this is all it's all it's all very interesting. I hope stuff. it's fascinating. I hope I hope I'm fascinating to people because. I have this really different story to tell. And then I hope that the people out there, it can help, you know? Well, you're like, fascinating wow. to me first and foremost. And I think that would be conducive to a good podcast. So I'll be over at eight with a bucket of chicken and a jar of fish. Hey, oh. Okay. So please proceed with what you were saying. So there's, there's, there's another issue that we wanted to talk about as well, which is what is happening to the mental health of of people considering COVID, the lockdown and other things what 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 is the macro what is the micro i know for me um i was bartending i got laid off and uh i was able to throw myself harder into my career on twitch which is i i hope just the beginning of things because i have a lot of big plans but uh <clears throat> for for me I'm just going to offer my side. And uh, I know a lot of people out there are going through just hell. And my heart really goes out to you guys. That's the truth. Um, for me, it's been a good experience. Like, you know, uh, I have had to lock down and just stay in. But it's helped me realize my dream, which is having all this production in my head and never having a, an ability to produce it because of lack of funds and perfectionism and everything else. And I'm like, I found this platform where I can start producing these things, shows. I believe that interactive entertainment is the future of the entertainment industry. And I want to take that to the next level. And I'm thinking of many different ways to do that. And the show is growing. And uh, <laughs> support-wise, monetarily, people have been... I'm just, I'm like dumbfounded, but it's making me work harder. It's making me work harder so, and harder and harder. It's, so and it's also it's also making me realize that not only do I stand out on that on that platform, like I I I have I don't even think I've touched the surface of what I'm about to do. Like that, that and I don't mean to sound like an egotistical prick. I this is my plan. Um 
so for me the the whole experience and and another thing too being able to sit down and entertain for a bunch of a lot of whom are my friends now and just chill with people every fucking night banter philosophy go crazy you know and just eventually make this fucking robot chickenish monty pythonish i'm giving myself too much credit but you know <laughs> topra whatever the fuck it is but for me this whole experience is i've been struggling my whole life i've been paycheck to paycheck my whole life i've been rent month to month pardon me month to month rent my whole life i supported myself as an actor for a number of years and then the work dried up i was i was i thought i was a lot better an actor than i was you know um that's not why I always did my job and I think I did decently, but, uh, you know, ego, 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 man. Um, what I'm saying is, is like, I thought even though I was still going to go after it, my dream was gone. And then when I found Twitch, I realized it's still here. It's just changed now because I see the, uh, possibilities in interactive entertainment, especially with my, the way my brain works, because my brain works in sketch comedy. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, so anyway, um, for me, the experience has been amazing. And honestly, it's been because of Twitch. Pfizer presents, line, dude. Um, Pfizer proudly presents Twitch, a pill in stream form. Also from AstraZeneca, <laughs> Discord, keep in touch with your friends when off stream multiple times a day with ease of use. Which is another reason why it is truly another reason why I do this. Like I do want for me, but I enjoy helping people so much. I can see it. It's really yeah. appealed to my brain a lot. But well, I mean, I think other yeah. people see it too. But like, like here's here's the thing. Like that that's my medicine too. Is like giving my life experience and and helping yeah. people. But like, and and which brings me to the fact of the mental health, right? And that. I do see people coming in and they're like filthy this filthy that. And I'm just in my head. I'm like, I'm so glad I, I, I'm so, I'm so glad I have that power to do that, to help people. You open the doors to a group therapy meeting that goes on and on is always different and is actually lots of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I don't in think I, I still want the crux of it to be entertainment and so on Absolutely. and so forth. And, and the, and the therapy aspect to be like kind of an accent, even though it's still, prominent in the stream it's but yeah exactly so let's let's talk about what is this what is this doing to people um uh, what does well, it do into their mental health well first of all that answer and the problem gets really really dark because we know what's going on in the world we know there's a lot of psychos out there and sociopaths and narcissists what'd you call me and uh, well or, or there's a lot of filthies out there there's also filthies and filthies and oh my god the filthies so but think about it there are people at home who are not safe because there is a mental illness that's untreated or not treated well enough or an addiction or something going on within that Domestic home abuse. and they're terrified every fucking day and we're on lockdown and this Fuck, you know being even being uh being a you know a sensitive empathic person you can feel uh, this is for the situation that this person is in have being an empathetic person with what I have sometimes I swear to God I like if I'm in chat I feel the feelings of everybody in there it's it's almost like a certain amount of empath skill I think for me came to it I'd be interested to hear other people's experience on that with Tourette's but my god I mean uh, 
there's so much shit going on on top of the situations that people have who are terrified and you know what do you do i mean law enforcement's maxed out fire and, and rescue is maxed out hospitals are maxed out it's not the time to be under duress so i really <laughs> really feel for these people yeah man um so what can they do well, I mean, there's age-old questions about, like, what a person can do when they're in the house with an abuser. We've seen so many movies and shows about it, heard so many people talk about it. I would say, first of all, unless if you are being kept in a situation where you are not even being allowed to reach out and build a support group, first of all, whatever you have to do, run. Run hard. Don't yeah. look back. And Get the fuck find out of there. It'll always be – they'll all, you know, look, exceptions to every rule, but I, I would think that it's going to be better 99% of the time. Yes, they're, they're, I'm if sure that's happening to I'm you, sure there's dangerous times where, you know, I think that prominently they're they're too scared to do anything, man. But if if you're yeah. if you're even being isolated from relationships with other people, you are at the next to the last choice in a choose your own adventure book. No, you're at the last choice. You have one choice to make at this point, or the story's over. I get it. And it hurts, but, and it you know, it's but yeah. there are. But I don't want that to sound like completely dooming. I think that. Uh, and, and maybe uh, maybe your stream can put out some information for you. We'll put it in your about section. Um, I don't know. Like, um, I'm sure that there are a lot of shelters who are trying very hard to take people in, a lot of call lines that are trying to field as many calls as possible. I know these resources exist. And, uh, I mean, hold on. I get, if you're not in immediate danger, get a Twitch account. Start, you know, start hopping into and, and just connecting with people. You'd be amazed. I'm amazed and very I'm pleased. Coming from a good place, but that sounded so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> okay, but let me let me let me no, just. I know, I know. Hey, no, it's. But it's no, I was thinking about this before, but it was like, look, if you, <laughs> ladies, if you are in serious danger, get a Twitch account now. <laughs> yes. Well, I said if you're in no impending danger, this right. is for the people who are not in that situation. Sure. If the, if it's just if it just sucks. But it's livable. Yeah, I and think that's. Not, I think that's what terrible. we're talking about here, for the most here's part. Why, here's why I made that corny ass statement. Because I I'm in a lot of different communities. I'm in a different, you know, like interactive theater community. I'm in the fire spinning community. Uh, I'm uh, I, I, I'm Burning Man community. I know a lot of people, and and what I see, you know, even in these wonderful communities. There's a lot of like, wow, okay, like I, I appreciate that you're sharing that with all of us, but like, you know, we kind of got like all this going on and it's just see a lot of that. And then, and maybe it's just because of the way Twitch is structured, you're stuck in the room with all these people. They can't see you. You can only see the streamer, but you can see what everybody's saying. And it kind of whittles it down to a construct that works for sharing and connectivity. I totally and agree. I think the thing that keeps it from being poisoned are your shit mods. Yeah, it's the mods. I see how those who don't know, I have a command in my stream that if you type in exclamation point shit mods, Mario drops a deuce. Yeah, on, I mean, then they're on, not on mods shit. text. They're not really shit mods. They're awful, but they're not shit. <laughs> no, but the mods. And you explained mods to me in the very beginning. I didn't really know what it's talking about. Dude, then you made I didn't me a know mod. What the fuck was going then on? Then you made me a mod who doesn't know what he's doing. But now I see it, and now I see that that is a key element to and, – and, and look, shit's still going to happen in this community. Look what happens to streamers sometimes. Mm -hmm. Look what's happening now. I mean, shit's still going to happen. But 
I've set such a higher percentage of care and concern and actual empathy inside of Twitch streams than I see on the street. And I think you're absolutely correct. And this is this is one of the things I talk about. You're right. When I first came to Twitch, I was like, dude, I'm gonna be honest about shit. And I bet there's not gonna be many people on there. You know what I mean? There's just gonna be people playing video games and they're not gonna like share themselves. So if you're streaming and, and it's getting on, popular. And I got on and, um, you know, I started doing my thing. But to my surprise, I would hop into certain streams and these people were doing the same thing, like just sharing themselves. And I'm still in contact with a lot of these people, the ones mm-hmm. that keep it real. Because, you know, look, I, there's <laughs> there's a lot of different reasons why you want to do Twitch or whatever. If you just want to entertain, that is fucking yes. Like that's. Sure. You know, arguably the ideal. You know what I mean? There's a but there, though. You want to know what the but is? The but is if you are streaming on any platform and you have any measurable kind of an audience and you don't take the opportunity to at least create, it doesn't have to be the theme of your stream, but create uh, uh, ver- vocally and consistently create an environment where people can benefit and share and be embraced instead of shunned and judged, I think you're wasting a golden opportunity. Yes, that that for sure. Look, some to people help aren't- people and leave a, leave a legacy sure, for yourself. Sure, right, and, like, and they are, but dude, some people aren't capable of it, dude. Well, I know. You know what I mean? I mean like, you could at least share a couple numbers. Because no, you could but share this is what I'm saying. I, I don't think, I don't, th- I think it's great that there are people on Twitch who do that. Who, who do the opposite of what you're saying. Like me. Yeah, it's not going to be everybody's bag. Right. But what I'm saying is it's like, it's not, it, I, I believe it's true. It is not, if you are just a pure entertainer, it is not your fucking responsibility. If you want okay, to, and I, like you said, like you said, you're probably wasting a golden opportunity because can, I'll tell you I what. Redress, hold, 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 hold on, hold on. Because like for me, I, I um, it's a part of my business. But it's also a part of me. You understand what I'm saying? Like I've incorporated yeah. it into my stream because that's part of what I wanted to do anyway. I've always been good at giving advice, and it gives me a fucking kick when someone comes back to me and they're like, "Dude, guess what I did on, with my life based on what oh, the yeah. advice that you gave me." That's a How huge is that fucking, fucking kick for me. Crackhead. That's the crackhead. Um, so all I minute, so if you if you have that gift and you're not incorporating it in some way. It doesn't mean your stream is bad in any way. I just think you're wasting the gold. If you have the people gift, have the if gift. you have that gift, you're not going to not do that. Yeah. If you have the uh, gift, or, you're going to do it. I'll say this too, because that's and part of your gift is that you want to do it. I've said this before, and you wholeheartedly agreed, and you even said it on your stream. You mentioned our conversation where your stream tends to be really conducive to people who have been kicked a lot. You. Brought that up, and I was like, "Fuck!" Because I've always noticed that that was a theme with me. You people yeah, who you, have been to those parts usually tend to gather behind me. You, you know, you tip your hat to those people, and you let them know you exist. I am and one I of those people. Very good, of course. That's the but point. I mean, but they don't know that until you find them, or they find you. Mm. So if they find you, and there's this chat that wow why does the chat look so different in here i've been in here five minutes this guy's cool i just saw a really cool skit last time i'm thinking about it and then (laughs) um 
it, it's just like if you don't get that, I mean, somebody's going to see that if, if they're if they if they're in need or they're looking, they might see somebody talking to a, another couple people in chat and getting well, that's all this. The, yeah, that's all, this all support of it. Right like, there. Exactly. I haven't even gotten hugged by another human being in fucking twelve exactly. months. Exactly. I love. I love that. I love home. that. That it's like. I love that someone can come in there and be like, what is this crazy shit? I don't want to have anything to do with it. Those are the repressed. They can fuck off. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? And it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm judging them too, probably a little bit unfairly too. Like everybody's got different moods and so on and so forth. But I'm like, if you're just going to, you know, flip someone on and someone does something crazy and you're going to leave in like two seconds, I don't know if I want you around anyway. You know what I mean? Like you're probably the type of person that's going to cause trouble anyway. So, well, and I think you you've built a stronger, slower, but much stronger base that way. It's in the slower, time dude. Like I was looking around, and I have far from made it in my conception, but definitely the last few months have been pretty amazing. Um, but I fucking look around and I'm like, dude, I've got the same amount of viewers for the last year, and that's a good thing More. though too because. No. You have more. No, I'm I'm saying like a year ago, I had been right. like sitting basically on the same amount of you know people. Oh, a year ago, and then this last year for a year, land. It's been know. it's been increasing a lot, but um, you want some candy? <laughs> I have I have Chico sticks. <laughs> I bought some Jelly Bellies tonight. Today, I'm excited. I went to the market. Jesus Christ, man. People ugh. Can we talk about your stream for a second? I mean, I know it's this is not about self-promotion, but Jesus Christ, the stuff you're doing. I mean, who the fuck else in the world is doing a toe puppet show? <laughs> yeah, man. And turning it into a toe opera, topra, a sopra. I want it, I want it to be very adult swimish and and like I said, interactive entertainment and you know, the big thing that I'm producing. The cats are good for old people. Oh God, I can't wait. Do yeah. You, do you know what my do you know what my favorite off-stream moment involving the filthy jester has been? Uh no. Discussing the I kid you not. Discussing the fine points of creating a rock penis emitting a river of jizz for a toe puppet <laughs> show while she's working on graphic design right next to you. <laughs> and and, and you know, the I didn't is, think I'd be able to do so it. Happy, dude. Beth is so acclimated to me. I can say her name. She doesn't care. And uh, no one knows who She's the chick. She's the mom from Rick and Morty. And uh, anyways, she is so acclimated to me that she doesn't even hardly crack. <laughs> Something like that. So, yeah. Okay. That's you. Yeah. I don't know if that's I'm going to be able to get the, the seventh one done by Sunday. I'm going to try to, but I got really backed up this week. I know everybody will be understand, but, you know, there's also something to be said for a streamer getting out a weekly, a, 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 a weekly, you know, serial. Well, especially if you have a lot of coals in the fire and I know you do. Dude. Oh God. Like that's, you, dude, <laughs> I can't like, I, oh, but see, this is the awesome dichotomy for me is like, this is what I always wanted. I know what it's like to be depressed and like just lying in my bed and, you know, smoking weed, playing video games and, you know, just trying to deal with the torture in my head and so on and so forth. And I've always, Lost. I've always been, been, I've always strived to do something with myself professionally. Like, you know, this man, I'm 
been in the entertainment industry. Like I've, I've had thousands of auditions. You know what I mean? It's like, I know the fucking industry, but sure. I mean, dude, like it's just, just things are fucking, they're really a dream come true right now. And I'm, I'm happy. I'm able to be in the moment, dude, because you know, I'm still in desire and I still want more stuff. But again, like I said, like being able to, to be able to produce this nutty shit and, and like, think about it, dude, it's on a very scuff, very basic, very shitty level right now. I keep saying you, this. If you I get that so thematic, it works fine. Right. Which is making the scuff work for you. Exactly. Yes. But that, and we must, and we must always remember to masturbate frequently and vigorously. <laughs> vigorously, sir. This has been a public service announcement. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, like, like, uh, I do. I have a lot of, I have a lot of different things going on, but I, I think it's a, it's a cool thing at this point. Like, wow, he's actually got a weekly series he comes out with. Yeah. You know what I mean? No one's doing that. Shit. I mean, like they are on a, on a professional level, like shows like artificial next stuff like that. That's the beginnings of the future of Twitch. You should check that show out. It's, it's artificial contingent. Now. The audience makes the choices, right? And that's that, that's the very beginnings. That's like the choose your choose your own adventure style uh, mm. of of where I think the industry is going to go initially, but I think it's going to go in a very different direction. Um, choose your own anus. Choose your own anus and other poems by Rod McEwen. I like um, that very reticulated one with a nice tan shade to it. <laughs> so I was telling you about this movie called With Mill and I. Um, yes. And there's a scene, I don't want to spoil anything, but there is one scene where this dude is like in their house. They're all on drugs and shit. And this dude's in their house and he's talking about a new doll that he's making. He's like, well, they've already got a doll that pisses itself. So this one shits itself as well. <laughs> That's his major pitch. <laughs> it's a it's a fucking brilliant film. Uncle Monty! Yeah. It's just absolutely it's, brilliant. It's, it's queued up in my 20 tabs that open while you're talking to me at any given time. Oh, God, Seriously, should... hey, guys, anytime. If, if you ever have a long conversation with Filthy one-on-one -on -one, or even in a group and you have a computer in front of you, you're going to have so many tabs. You better have expanded your memory because you're going <laughs> to want to look up things. And then you're going to want to look things up for him and with him and to him. Yes, sir. Um, but like I said, um, eventually you know, putting all the money back into the show. Like, I, I don't want this to be a stream. I want it to be a show with stream elements. Dude, why do you think I have, I, I, I have joy in gifting subs in your channel. And, I, and I, yeah, I appreciate Dude, it. don't even, don't even trip because I look at it and you have started saying it because I think that I might've had something to do with that. It is a fucking investment because I know damn well, you're not like going off and buying jet skis. You're, you're, you know, you're not yet, motherfuckers. Not yet. <laughs> Give me you're a cup of mail. <laughs> I know you put as much back into this as you can. Because Give me some Joe Rogan. See what I buy. Because we know it's never 100% with you. That would be an insult, 100%. So I know it's an investment. And I, you know, it's, it's an ever-changing show. I could go to the theater. I've watched you in the theater. You're fucking brilliant. And I Thanks, would watch man. it again. And I would go. Night after night, if, if, if I didn't have watched me in the theater, stuff, haven't you? I have. And uh, I would go and go and go. So here I get to go and go and go. I can do it sitting in my own fucking chair. I need to get a new chair. I need, I need advice from 
the, the three people who end up listening to this, I really need to know like what kind of game there's i i can actually give you a couple suggestions most yeah, people shun yeah, away yeah. from game shares because it's it's more like a marketing ploy but there are a couple game shares out there which are apparently amazing my buddy chrono just bought one and it's it's i've said i just need to be comfortable i need to be comfortable yeah and as well you should sir let them eat cake but yeah i mean uh it's fun it's so so why wouldn't i spend that in twitch what, or, or I, look, there's nothing wrong with getting on and just getting some great free family home entertainment. Right. Nothing wrong with that. But if you can contribute, you love what you're seeing. I believe when I hear, when I see a street artist, whatever their gig is, and they're killing it, they're fucking slaying. If I have anything on me, I put, I put. Yeah, I feel you. Because we have to, we have to support art in this uh, world because the world by and large isn't supporting art like they used to. You know, back in the good old Florentine days where people would get their dicks chopped off for saying the wrong thing to the wrong person. You know, they also really patronized arts and it was a central focus of their society and their world and their art and their dress and everything was tied Interesting to how it. that works. Yeah, there's, there's, I believe that the two most powerful things in the world are love and art. Wait, no, oh, I'm thought, sorry. Penis, Lo love, yeah, love and art. Yeah, love and art. I, I believe those are the mo two most powerful things in the world. And the three types of art are pop, oak, pop art, folk art, and fine art. Oh, sure. That Those are it. Designer. That's it. I learned it from a graphic designer. You know what kind buddy. of art really fucking sucks? Modern art. Well, most art sucks. Most art sucks. I like right? a lot of modern art. I love, like, the Geffen Museum. No, 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 no. They, I misspoke. I misspoke. I misspoke. Speak! A lot of, 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 of modern art is amazing. And, and, and actually, no. if, if anything... It would be my preferred art. So I did misspeak. What I meant was, have you ever been to like Museum of Modern Art and seen like some of their exhibits? Like most yeah. modern art is a, just abysmal. It's so bad. I went to an exhibit and I didn't know this was happening because there was another exhibit next door. And this chick, the exhibit was just dicks. And like, um, that's, you know, that's, that's fine. But it was like dicks on the walls, dicks on the chairs, dicks for cereal, dicks for the television. I I'm do not, like, like there was, there was just dick. It was just dicks everywhere. Just dick, 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 dick. Normalize and, the male phallus, people. And, and I was just. Look, it's not art <laughs> to hold up a fucking eight by 10 piece of paper, right? And make a dab of ink on it yeah. and be like, yes. this is worth a million dollars. Fuck you. Yes. Uh, yes. And I, I actually, I totally agree with you on that. There uh, is. There's and, and it's in the eye my, of the beholder and so on and so forth. But let's call a fucking pig a pig. That's a splash on a piece of paper that you made, asshole. Right. I can but, interpret uh, it as much as I want. Now, mind you, there's other pieces of art that are, that are worth that. <laughs> Hands down. How about ones with effort? <laughs> I just think yeah, there's, um, look, there's hacks in every motherfucking profession. You see it in music. You see it in fucking acting all the fucking, like there's, it's just the predominance of people putting out art in general suck. And their fucking art sucks. That's just well, the law I, of the I, land. That's the way it's always fucking been. Here's what I totally agree. Because you said like, get a piece of paper and put a dot on it. Like the painter, I think is uh, Kazimir Malevich who just, it's in the MoMA, 
in New York, and it's yeah, literally him. a white square. Now, yeah, I don't him. know if that's the same artist that, like, in the 60s did a gallery full of white squares. Now, look, does it make you a fuck, genius? I don't, fuck look, them pretentious wait, motherfuckers. I don't, and I you don't, know what? Fuck more, fuck more it. so the people hold paying on. exorbitant amounts of money for a white square. They should be Filthy. squandered of all their fucking fortune. Give Filthy. it to the Ahegio. Ahegio. Now listen. It's uh, a white think, square. If there's a reason that person's a genius to me, it's because if they come with a tab of acid, sign me up. I think that the only way that I think that person is a genius is for having the idea before anybody else and employing it. But if you're a genius, you're not a rare genius. Silliness. There is a, Dude, you know what it is? I'll tell you what it is. No, I look, okay. I am, I am arguing. You're a genius to get it into the MoMA. Not necessarily. Not yeah, necessarily. There's a lot they of emperor's know. new clothes out there. And and I'm thinking like who who knows? Maybe this person's like fucking Dolly or like Picasso or something, and then has you know an evolution and, and psychologically is like this is why I'm putting this up there. Okay, I can gel with that, but it's still a fucking white piece of paper and it should not cost two million fucking dollars. That's my point. Oh, it's so, very fucking pretentious. It's like not that's what I'm saying. It's, it's pretentious to the point where it's the emperor's new clothes and it bothers me. Um, it's Knox Harrington, the video artist. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Lebowski. <laughs> that's the best. You like that one? Thank you. Oh, uh, fuck yeah, dude. That's a, just that's a massive nose up. You can't see past film. it. Oh, um, God. Love, love, so, and love and hope to, uh, to the dude, man. What I'm, what I, I just don't, I don't, look, here's the thing. I don't like pe people taking advantage of other people's ignorance. And I don't like ignorant people putting their nose up at others. It's just so ingrained now for people to do that. That's like, well, like here's, but now here's the, here's the, so it's always been inherent in society. These, these kinds of things have been inherent in, in society. And now you've got people sharing it everywhere because of social media. Right. So and misinterpreting comes with that. <sighs> It's it's your it's you the game have, of telephone. You don't have person to person contact. Dude. It's telephone at camp, right? When you're in a circle of people and you whisper in each person's ear, it's like that, and it's going to get distorted until the message is completely different. Well, you know the things that's the thing that's that's extremely worrisome is is you know humans left to their own devices are extremely chaotic, right? So, and that's what's happening right now. Like like everything is being regulated by us as people and us as people are the type of people who jump on the whole fucking bandwagon when someone's getting rat packed i don't but most people do you know what i'm saying to to uh uh get the attention off of them so they'll hop on board and castigate someone else no problem the shit is rampant the toxicity i asked on my stream two nights ago i said hey question for you guys it's a yes or no question you have to fucking answer. You have to answer yes or no if you're going to answer. Is the internet toxic or not toxic? I was there. Yeah. And, you know, I think most of us came to the affirmation that it was like 70-30 toxic, right? Yeah, I have an interesting question for you. Yeah. Filthy. Um, do you think an AI... Now, let's forget the 
conversation we had the other night of its plausibility, assuming that it's here and it's AI. Do you think Wait, AI is it self-realized? It? Does it yes, know it just, exists? That's hypothetical. Yes, it I does. am way too scared then. Okay, so let me just ask the question. Do you think AI would make the same mistake as us humans on that? As us humans on what? AI would make plenty of mistakes. Everything makes mistakes. Fucking Mother Nature makes mistakes. That's why we're here. But what you just said about the whole thing and the bandwagon hobby, do you think they would just be able to take an objective look at things? I think. Maybe whip us into shape. I think that alone, the human psyche is so complex. That if you took a, an, uh, a computer that had more capacity for thought than, than we did and gave him or gave it self-realization like Descartes, like I am, I could not even begin to fucking speculate. So you're saying you're, gonna, you're worried about the fact that we're the people designing this intelligence. That it might this might no, be a well, better first of all first of all we can't we can't dissuade from the fact that I think this is not a plausibility no, in, in the near future AI, at all. Do you think the AI would make that same moral mistake? So so like here's the thing. So so does the computer if the computer has a morality, if the computer develops emotional intelligence, then that's even more so you don't know what the fuck is gonna happen. You know what I mean? One little one little kink could turn the robot into a sociopath, right? That's true. Like here, here's the thing. There's a, there's an old. I, I think there is like, even though it's not a plausibility in the immediate future or even the close future, I think if self-realization happens for artificial intelligence, I think there is good cause for alarm. Um, because oh, I don't because I, I honestly think it's almost like a coin flip. Like they could, they could, and who knows if this isn't going to even be the debate anyway. What I do think is, what I do think is, is that humans contribute a lot to fucking up this planet. Like I believe this planet is alive. I believe this planet is its own organism. Maybe it's not intelligent or whatever, but I believe like it has to be right because everything on it is alive. In some context, yes. Okay, and, and maybe maybe that's not scientifically and technically true. Fine. Of course, but, but that's okay. Okay, that's okay. Clearly I told, well, I, I believe the whole thing is fucking alive. It is. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it might not it might not be alive. It's it's is the planet not symbiotic? Like, is it not it's symbiotic within itself, correct? Oh absolutely. Yes. Right. Okay. It, I mean, it needs the sun and the it, it needs the sun and the moon and so on and so forth. In my opinion, the planet is fucking alive. And that sure. being said, it's been around for 4.6 billion years, I believe, 4.8 billion years. That's a prevailing um, thought. And um, it's been through immense amount of changes and been occupied by um, uh, many, many, many different species. We are the only, and I know this is an old thing, but whatever. We are the only species. That is like fucked this planet up. And like on the macro, couldn't you like consider humans almost like a fucking spreading virus? That, yes. that the earth is trying to counteract with with I sound like a fucking flailing hippie right now, so I apologize. But because I do not like flailing hippies, fuck off. Um but you know, with the counterance of of like climate change and stuff like that, like it feels like the earth is getting fucking angry.
you know, like and I could be off base on that scientifically as well, though I do I do believe scientifically in climate change and that that we are a contributing factor uh, 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 from the uh, the gases, the, the hothouse gases. The dinosaurs are getting their revenge finally. That's what's happening. Well, that's another. Do you have a lesson for us? That's a very. That's another interesting thing that I think about. Is is I believe we got we we developed conceptual thought, um, from evolution. Can I just tell the the millennials that's walking in your footsteps by the police off the synchronicity album? Okay, and uh, yes, yeah, the police. Very very good, (laughs) Miss Millennials. Um. So the no, dinosaur no. roamed the earth for like 465 million years or something like that. That's yeah, extraordinary. We've we've roamed the earth for how long? Homo uh, sapiens? Not, that long. not nearly that long. Years? Yeah, much much shorter. Much much shorter, much much shorter. Guess what? They're o- they're both blinks of an eye. Like okay, <laughs> maybe 465 million, maybe not that much of a blink of an eye. But when it's compared, when it's compared to four point eight billion years, you know, well, and when that's compared to the age, it's still a it's still a fat chunk of time. But point point being said is the dinosaurs were around for that fucking long, and they did not develop conceptual intelligence. And people are like, "Well, you don't know that, you know? Like maybe their cities disappeared." I'm like, "I don't want to talk to you, flat earther. Get the fuck away from me." No, they were not smart. Obviously, um. Why did we become smart? What was it? Was it the per- was it the Permian extinction that 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 brought us out of the oceans? Some extinction brought us out of the ocean. It's been years since I studied geology. Like twenty. I forget years. which extinction it was, but one of the extinctions brought us out of the oceans. the The, the thought is is that we we came from hot water fizzers. Primordial from- soup. Yeah, primordial soup. Oh, dude, I got I got this universe game, and we're gonna play it on stream tonight, and it's interactive, and I'm so excited, Sweet. dude. Sweet, that's not geeky at all, dude. Dude, you know I'm fucking nerd, baby. I'm proud. I fucking fly those colors. This is a person with an I old am. identity crisis who was just I don't know so desperate to come off as cool. Dude, you're a nerd like me, and you're cool like me too. We're just onions, dude. We're just fucking onions. It's we're we're definitely eccentric. But we have big fat. We have big fucking huge hearts. I have ten podcasts worth of layers, dude. <laughs> I know, man. Um. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, the hot water fissures, and for those like who don't know, and I'm, I'm, I've studied a little bit of stuff, but I'm no like super smart person. Um. So I hey, might butcher these things. No. I think I'm smart, but I, I'm, you know, I don't. Think uh, I'm, you're talking the difference between raw intelligence and education learned. No, I'm not. I'm not. I just know where I'm at. I disagree, asshole. I think I have a lot of emotional intelligence, and I think I'm extremely creative. Um, but there's, yeah, I mean, who knows? I don't know. Anyway, I don't want. God to... damn it, filthy earth! Listen, listen. All right, listen. <laughs> Start That's calling exactly people essay. The first time you heard that, I don't know where it came from, but I was like, I like that. You called someone like SO that. the other night. Did you catch that? I call I called her Essa. No, Essa. and then somebody at one point, I know I heard the S's, but at one point you I think you stumbled and it came out SO. Uh, <laughs> but um so, cool. so these, the interesting thing about deep water fissures and in all the way down there. It's closer to the core of the earth and the core of the earth of course is is molten 
And there's a lot of levels in between that are molten as well. So these hot water fissures, I know you know this, but I'm just, these hot water fissures are a source of energy for actual life, right? So it doesn't need the fucking sun. It doesn't need photosynthesis. This is very, very, very interesting stuff. Well, you and Raph talked about it. There are bacteria that live in wholly acidic environments in the dark. Well, he, he was also saying that, that, and I've got to check this. I've got to check this, actually. But he said there was sulfur-based life as opposed to carbon-based life on the planet. And I, I need to, I know there's extremophiles and stuff like that, but I just, in my ignorance, I assume they're all carbon-based. Well, your tech stuff guy just pulled this up. You're not, he's not paying me. Uh, Sulfur-based bacteria exist today in places like hydrothermal vents and hot springs. And early archaean rocks have shown evidence for ancient sulfur-based metabolism as early as 3.5 billion years ago. But fossils of these sulfur-based life forms have been difficult to find and even more difficult to verify. And you know what the crazy thing is about those sulfur-based um, life forms? Hmm. They smell like farts. No, no, seriously. Let me, let me ask you a serious question about this. Have this you is been... going to be a joke. This is going to be a joke, you... but go ahead. Jesus Christ, judge me. I, it's not judgment. I just call it like I see it. I hear the oh, connotations in your voice. I hear the inflections. I hear the inflections in your voice. I hear the inflections in your voice. I said, this is absolutely what it's going to be. It's absolutely going to be a fucking joke. But I have, I actually have to, uh, there is something serious that I do hey, to bring up. Hey, gig stomper. <laughs> I'm stomping the gig. So anyway, so these deep water fissures hey. would, would produce, let me finish this. These deep okay, water fissures would produce life and, uh, you know, the primordial soup, the floating RNA. What is it? Is it mRNA? I forget what it is. Anyway. All that nice little clay at the bottom, the puddles, stuff like that. That's different stuff. But anyway, so something happened to create this huge extinction where like 90 plus percent of Earth's life died. And we came out of these fucking oceans looking like marsupials. And we're here now. <laughs> By the way, the missing link is, is, is that's a fallacy. It's, there's no such thing as the missing link. Go ahead. What? 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 No, I was just going to ask you a serious question. I was just going to ask you, have you been inside your deep water fissure lately? Yes. Oh, yeah, so what did I say? <laughs> Clean I'm going to use, okay, use that confirmation bias you have there for me right now, and I'm going to work it against you at some point. Yes. Yes. Okay. So. Confirmation bias. Wow, there's a topic. Um. Let's see what else we got. So yeah, you you're you're new to Twitch. Yeah. You're new to Twitch, but you've been uh you've been seeing some pretty cool stuff going on. Yeah, absolutely. Um that's what I think it's I, that's what I think, you know, it's where it's going to where it's going to turn is is actual quality programs with a lot of money behind it. I think it's going to start turning into that shit. So. Do you think that's a double-edged sword? It could go really, really yeah, well. Go yeah, really, really definitely, man. Definitely. Like It's just like anything else, dude. When humans get a hold of something, they fuck it up out of greed. Like, that's it. Well, like AI. <laughs> you know who believes the same exact thing as you do about the terrifying implications of AI? Elon oh. Musk. Funny name, baby. No, 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 no. He's He does. Uh, he's vocally on Rogan, yeah, I dude. know, but he's also someone like... 
He's also someone like I've done the calculations and we're in a si- we're in a simulation, and I'm like, stop it! You f- stop it. Well, so in an aspect, I respect Elon. So hold on, I respect Elon Musk. I think I I like what he's doing, and he does seem on the philanthropic tip of things, which I heavily respect and I love. But he's a bit of a he's smarter than me, but he's a bit of a dumbass. Right, but. There's something in what he said that I don't think you're thinking of right here. And we talked about it the other day about social media. And and Jerron Lanier. Remember, we are the product of social media. We kind of have been put into a simulation. Remember Jerron Lanier, that six-year-old, long, ginger-dreaded hippie guy who co-founded VR said? Bro, we are talking about an actual physical simulation that another source outside of us has put together that we're living in right now. Show me the proof. Okay, I'm not talking that. I'm talking about... That's that what there, he's that it, talking. There's a, I'm speaking more metaphorically, but okay. I think metaphorically that there is a point, even if he wasn't really making it. Jerron, remember when you love this quote too. It's the gradual, slight, imperceptible change in your own behavior and perception that is the product. That's the only thing right. there that's is to, to make though. money from. So that's all of social media, and that's the internet, and that's corporate media, and the way they lie by not... The way it is now, right. It's the way they lie by not telling certain truths. That's manipulation. And 100%. that gives us our little changes. And we are we have become part of a simulation in a different form from what Musk was talking about. But it's not. And I'll tell you why. Because a simulation, you 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 a simulation is there to learn. And well, give it another name. Give it another name. Experiment. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. It's look, there there it seems it seems and, look, if there's if there is if 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 that movie is like right on point, the social dilemma, um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a just a, it's a calculated fucking underhanded way to get money. It's just what well, it is. And we are an experiment, and the purpose of the experiment is going to be measured by the the effectiveness of the experiment is to be measured in terms of power and money. Yeah. Yeah, but like so I, far, the experiment's gone really, really well for the people judging it. Yeah, I, I, I just, I just think that that they don't even like again. This is, this is a, it's, it's such a fucking, it's its own behemoth. It's its own thing, and who knows? Like, what I, th- what I think is like again, this is the danger about AI and stuff like that. Like, what if we create something that we cannot end up controlling? What if that thing is social media? Because it's like, you know, it obviously taps in to our, you know, what makes us tick as people. You know what I mean? And a lot of these things aren't good things. Because a lot of them are totally controlled by ego. All the sensationalism, all the fucking, you know, all the bullshit, all the crap out there. It, it, it's not even fair right now to ask if social media is that a great invention of humans that's going to get out of control because they're not even trying to help out with that right now. So they're, we're not even putting in what we can and should, like uh, regulating the ancient internet laws that now govern social media that didn't exist when they were created, like Section 230 and the, Senate, uh, the congressional hearings. Jack Dorsey and, and uh, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, trial by fire some 
but rein that in and make them responsible for the content and the mental manipulation they're pulling on people. And then maybe we can ask that question. Well, you would have to prove. You would have to prove that, right? You would have to prove that what they oh, were saying so in the social, the social stuff, dilemma. The data they were presenting in that. Well, the data they were presenting some of that data in those hearings, and yes, it jives. Well, what does the data say? I mean, what? Dude, it was five hours. It was no, no. It was but like what I'm saying, cold. what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, is like you should be able to fucking take out a whole fucking company that was like, honestly, man. I, I mean, you couldn't do it with cigarettes, I guess. Like cigarettes, you know what they are? You know what Facebook and social media is? It's the new cigarettes basically that's exactly what the fuck it is you can't take them down and here's why it's the you new know. fucking cigarettes dude but if i'm anticipating your, your your point it has to do with can we or can we not really even right take them down you can't because there are too many heavy hands in it there are too many companies and corporations around the world who benefit from its existence on a minutely basis right which me leads me to hope for the future um twitch well yeah, I mean, there's definitely sure. similar. Sure, but what I'm it's a much better social network, oh, much more healthy. But that's yeah, no, not no. <laughs> oh, then what I see on social on on, on social media, uh, like yeah, Facebook, but but, but yeah. fucking Twitch needs to also get their shit together and stop allowing fucking eleven year old kids to start dropping the n bomb everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, there's things that they need to do that they we can need to do, do that they we won't. Need to do that. It's, yeah, it's but, part of it. That's but, another good example. Right. But basically, um uh god damn. I was thinking about the, the the cigarette thing. We we should be oh oh that that's what it was. As I've talked to you before, it's like I, I think I might have brought this up on the first podcast too, but like you know, generally generationally the the teens and young twenties and stuff will rebel against, you know a lot of things that are happening. Some things in the zeitgeist, maybe if there's a Every war time. or whatever. Every, Every fucking generation, right? They always have. Um, Except for our parents, according to them. Yeah, well, I mean, look, there were still, there, there were still like the rebels in the 40s and stuff like that. It was, it, I'd say it, it, it started be, becoming prominent in the 50s. This is just yeah, my interpretation. The 40s, they were rife with opportunity when my parents and your parents. Right, right. And this, this is just my, this is just my take on things. In the 50s, it started like Rebel Without a Cause, that kind of thing. In the 60s, it was prominent because of Vietnam, right? And then yeah. it just started getting more and more. And you see, like, what I see is a lot of these kids out there who just want to rebel against something. And those are like yeah. those ACAP motherfuckers who are like, yeah. all, yeah, all cops are bad. And like this and that. It's like, oh, there's not one cop out there that's good. So, okay, someone's about to rape your mom. Breaking your place you know, and rape your mom, and you're not going to call the fucking police, right? You, you the math the big cap doesn't work anymore after the insurgents. It doesn't work. The, the math on both sides of the argument of a cap doesn't work. Yeah, but I, I don't want to get it. I think they're. I think they're, they're misguided. I think they're misguided sure. assholes being sure. led by crazy assholes. That's that's sure. what I think. Okay. So fuck those people. Um, but and and you know like don't get me wrong there's dirty cops out there and and they can go to hell too but i mean it's like it's not all cops stop it defunding the police will not work and the and the fucking politicians that cringe to that we need more money for education on police it's a it's a fucking extremely tough fucking job they're human beings some of them are pricks and dickbags but also some of them are going in there to do the right thing and protect other people 
Wouldn't you want to protect someone that wants to do that for you? I personally would. Well, why not help them out with their job and pour billions of dollars into mental health, which is a travesty in this. That's what I'm saying. That's why all, all of it's all look, here's, here's the fucking problem. Here's one of the big fucking problems is that social media is dominated by youth, by the youth, by youthful people who haven't developed enough empathy yet to understand the world around them correctly. Some of them do. Most of them don't have a fucking clue. I still don't have a fucking clear clue. So they don't. But what I'm saying is when when the predominance of the youth, you know, it, it, it's in control of social media. So then adults go on social media and subconsciously get influenced by people with less empathy. And these fucking assholes jump on the bandwagon too. And the internet what I'm saying, what I'm saying is what I'm saying is it's is is basically this. What I'm hoping for <clears throat> as, as far as kids rebelling during the times and so on and so forth, <laughs> there is a lot of poison on social media. And and I think it's too much. And I think it would be I, I think it would be balanced better with less of it. It's always gonna be there, and that's fine. There's always gotta be a balance about things of some sort, but like like you can't fucking eradicate it, but it's it shouldn't be 70-30 toxic. It should be 70 30 positive. Anybody so what I'm 30, saying is this. Yeah. So what I'm saying is this is that is that my hope is in in this generation of the people being born right now uh maybe even a little bit later become teenagers or 20 somethings and they realize the toxicity of social media. They're the per, they're the predominance right now. What if they're the predominance then as well except they're like wow, this shit is evil. Cuz they're well, going to re- rebel no matter what so i'm hoping it's against the actual evil shit well, me. like 30, a lot of kids are doing the, this generation like the greta thornbergs and stuff like that you know? so people about 35 or under their brains are constantly under a giant magnifying glass in the sun i mean they're just getting hammered and inundated like we did not we did not have that experience growing up it was much slower because of the flow of information was controlled by its technological limitations at the time right Right, right, right. So, this, I mean, empathy is being bred out, and 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 I don't not necessarily by parents, but parents are busier than they used to be because nobody has money anymore, and people's empathy is being shattered by this onslaught of binary thinking and confirmation bias or something. And, and impunity on the internet, impunity it's on the gladiator. internet. What does that do to a human psychology? It's a gladiator in the Coliseum with thumbs up, thumbs down, and every issue has to be thumbs up, thumbs down. There's no nuances, yeah, no discussion. You're fucking right. have time for discussion and fuck discussion. This is the truth. No, this is the truth. Well, this person sponsored by Shell Oil says this. Well, this person that's sponsored by Pepsi says that's what's going on, people. And my heart goes out to millennials and younger. And you know what? If anybody's going to save this, I mean, you know me, dude. I want the best for these people. It's going to be them that save the world if anybody does. Yeah, I agree. Or their kids or their grandkids. You know, just just, just on the stream, there's dick pags in every generation and so on and so forth. But what what I'm saying, and I don't want, I don't want like, you know, younger kids misconstruing what I say out there. I fucking respect you guys, dude. (laughs) I was a big rebel. (laughs) <laughs> when I was your age, dude. So it's like I, dude, like I, 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 I get it, but I'm also, but you know, they also have to realize that that like for me, you know, I, I think I've always been a good person, but but the empathy really, really started growing the more I went through experiences in life, and of course. you know, it's allowed me to love others more. 
which and is you're pretty, gonna go through shit in the future, awesome. dude. You're gonna go through more shit in the future that's gonna make you fucking bulletproof. Trust. Yeah, as for for the young kids. No, you and your life are gonna go through stuff that's gonna make you absolutely bulletproof if you think you're strong now. It's gonna oh, almost God, kill you. I don't. I don't. And then I don't you're gonna want come out to. Of it I don't want to. <laughs> I like it right dude, now. Like I'm you're, still you're, challenged, and I'm still, but I'm not. I've found a little bit of peace, and I, I mean, you know what? I'll probably be able to keep that. After you will, you will contain, and you will be fine. But you will turn. Part of you will turn to granite, for better or for worse. Are you Lost. speaking just, just particularly of my situation, or just, just generally? I'm people? speaking. I'm speaking out of you know somebody you know somebody who's like lost like pretty much everybody that was my family like yeah. every well dude bringing that up parents, I fucking I am petrified of that man you know yeah, I'm an emotional I, person I know you know I'm an emotional person and I dread get, I dread that heart, day. I still have all my family out of it. your heart will come out of it in the sheet bro in a, in I'm a, so in leather, like I'm have leather so armor. scared of that armor. dude. But, you, but I'll be here, and I won't do it. But you'll have leather armor around uh, here. That's that. That. Uh, I'm yeah. not looking forward to that. Of course, but, but I, you, you know, know I'm thinking selfishly as well. Look at what. Listen, listen, and your chat. I know would agree. Look at who and what you are now, and how much strength you bring to people. You can receive just as they much. bring it to themselves. I can only be the conduit for information. They bring the strength of to course. themselves. Of course, but you inspire. That's pretty cool. <laughs> in, in your in your own filthy way, you inspire. I was, yeah. you know, here. You don't want to hear something I never told anyone, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hold on, let me whip it out. <laughs> so, years ago, decades ago, my mom would always tell me, "Filthy," not in those words. <laughs> <laughs> filthy. You're a natural born leader. And I, those words always resonated with me because I never believed it. How do they know? I never believed it, right? How do they know? And, and as I've moved through my life, I've, I've seen intimations that lead me to believe maybe I would be a good leader. And I see what I'm doing on Twitch, and I think I would fit that mold perfectly as for what I do on Twitch. And it makes me happy, you know, because that's that's one thing that, like, yeah, that's cool. I would like to be that. But you got to learn how to follow first. I know that firsthand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, I mean, you're, you got it. Well, I think uh, I think maybe we should wrap it. Um, I'm gonna get uh, I'm gonna get some stuff from the fourth stream. But this was this was awesome. You gotta look for you gotta look for the eleventh porno. <laughs> <laughs> this was awesome. We're gonna play the universe sim on tonight too, which What's is that? gonna be fucking rad. The universe sim. You're gonna like it. You get to make you get to like marry and all the chat will be getting together and getting married and having kids and stuff. It's it's funny. I'm guessing that I don't have the interface to play, or is it just no all no no? no it'll chat? be right through the chat, dude. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I love you, man. Thank you for an awesome second show, bro. I really appreciate it. And I would Dude, love to have you on again. I love you too. And I'd be delighted. Absolutely delighted. Thank you so much. Dude, thank you. Um, Twitch.tv slash the filthy jester. I'm uh I, I produce my own show on Twitch with uh a lot of different adult swim-esque type of things. And I'm trying to work very hard on making a complete show with that. 
uh, I play games from time to time. See, well, I, you know, for now, I, I play games too. But the predominance is, come by the fucking show, dude. Like you'll, you'll see. It's not like some. It's not like anything else on Twitch. That's for sure. Um, again, Mister Tourette's one cup. He's my my mod in the stream and one of my good friends. The Thank worst you again, mod. man. Not Thank you. Best. Love you. All brother. right, I appreciate you, brother. We'll talk soon. Good night. Good night. Good night.